Hi everyone, welcome to Psychic Connection, Collaboration Over Competition. And tonight we have two very special people with us. Um, we have Margaret, Margaret raise your hand. So they know who Margaret is, yes, and Maria with us. Um, they are not professional psychics, um, but they are um, beautiful women with intuitive abilities. And they have some very interesting stories for us tonight that I think you'll find um, truly amazing. So, um, Maria, I'd like to start with you. And yes, they are mother and daughter, in case you couldn't tell, right? But I'm sure you could tell looking at them, these two beautiful ladies. But Maria, I'd like you to um, maybe start and um, maybe uh, tell us about your experience that was truly life-changing um, and it uh, very much affected your spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So... It was May 11th. It was the day after our junior senior, senior prom. Mm -hmm. And me and three other of my friends wanted to go to the zoo. Mm -hmm. So we went to the zoo and then we, were, we came back home. And then we were in my driveway mm -hmm. and we were talking. Okay. We were talking about what to eat. Mm -hmm. and my mom's like, well, I could get you guys pizza. We're like, no, we don't want pizza. So we were going to drive in to Newton. It's a town mm -hmm. by me. Mm -hmm. And on the way there, we were going pretty fast and we hit a bump in the road. And then the car went off the road and it flipped a couple of times and I was ejected from the car. And um, I don't even, like leading up to that, like I just remember in my driveway like discussing like that and I don't even remember the point leading up to that mm -hmm. I just remember I was on my phone texting one of my friends oh. and I looked up and then I realized what was going on and I was like what the fuck mm. and that's when it was like lights out for me and I had like a couple dreams and like one of them was I was with two people that I had no idea who they were mm -hmm. I was in their house and they're like you were in an accident and you can't contact your parents and I was like, and I was like scrambling around the house trying to find a phone to call my mom. Mm -hmm. And then that dream was done. Mm -hmm. And then I had another dream of someone telling me I was pregnant, which I was like, yeah, okay. And then the last dream I had was I was in a car with my grandmother who had passed away and she was in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And then Aunt Pat in the passenger seat mm -hmm. who passed away. Right. And then my aunt Joni, mm -hmm. my mom, and then me. Wow. And my and my grandmother turned around to me. She said, "You were in a very bad car accident, but you're going to be okay." And I was just like sitting there, and I was like, like confused. Like I was like so happy, and I was like, I was happy, and I was like crying because I'm like, I don't want to like you know what I mean. Like I want to stay here. Like I don't want to leave. Oh, you and didn't want to come back to, you know. Yeah, no, because like I never met her. I never met my grandmother. So I was like so happy to be there and like just with her. Mm -hmm. And like they were just like, no, you, you need to get out of the car now. And then the door opened and I got out. And then I woke up and I was in ICU, intubated. Wow. So these were all dreams that happened to you actually while you were at the accident scene. Right? Yeah. Wow. Now, 
you you knew your grandmother mm -mm, i never met her no you that's right yeah okay she passed before you were even born right mm -hmm. so you didn't know you didn't know your grandmother and but you knew aunt pat mm -hmm. right and did you have something of aunt pat's on that day yeah i was wearing her jeans you were wearing her jeans right mm -hmm. that day of the accident right did aunt pat say anything in the dream she was just turning and she's like you got to get out like they're all just telling me to get out of the car yeah. like they're all telling you to get out yeah to get out wow wow so really in effect you had a near-death experience yeah. right you were there and they're telling you no you, you have to go back you know you mm -hmm. can't be here and stuff so when when you woke up in the icu did you remember the dream right away or did it take you a little while to remember the dream it was like i thought it was like real that's why i was like how did i get here i was like because at first i didn't understand where i was like i was like laying flat on my back and then i was like yeah. looking around and i had like restraints on because every time i would like wake up i was pulling all my tubes and yeah out so i was restrained i was banging on the side of the bed and like crying and one of the nurses came and then mm. i went back out again oh wow wow that's amazing um can we ask what happened to you had four people in the car mm -hmm. right? um can you tell us about the other people yeah um the driver um i think he he crushed his arm the passenger in the front seat like i think he just had a concussion mm. and then my friend lexi next to me passed away mm. yeah she passed away so um have you felt her around you for sure do you feel her yeah like especially like in the beginning like when i was in the hospital and i was just like like miserable and i was mm -hmm. just like i like i need to go home and i just want to like yeah home mm -hmm. and then you felt her around now have you dreamt of her yeah so at first when like after i was like like when i got unintubated and everything that's when they decided to tell me like what happened because I had no idea. Like oh. I literally, I didn't understand like the, like how bad the accident was. I literally just thought I broke my leg. The, I, didn't, okay. I didn't understand how bad it was until they took like the breathing tube out mm -hmm. and told me what happened. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sleeping mm -hmm. because like I was getting withdrawals from the painkillers that I was on. Oh yeah. And this one night it was just me and my mom there and she's like you need to just close your eyes mm -hmm. i was like okay so i'm like trying to force myself to go to sleep Wait, yeah and then i had this dream and it was like it was like we were at prom but we weren't and it was like me her and like our prom dates and like the kids that we went with mm -hmm. and we were dancing oh uh, you were all dancing in the dream all together yeah, yeah. So you saw her. Yeah. And then that was it. It was like not long. It was like an hour. Maybe I slept and then I was up again. 
and then you're up again. Yeah. Have you dreamt of her since you've been home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was, it's like, I kind of dream of her like every time it's like, so like the first day I was home from the hospital, the night I came home, mm -hmm. I had a dream with her in it. And it's like, it's like every now and then sometimes, but it's like the, like every time it's like the anniversary of the day, like he yeah. loves every month. Like I have a dream of her in it. Wow. Like sometimes I'll have a dream like in between that time. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, like I've noticed it's consistent like those days. Those days, yeah. Does she say anything in particular or? Um, in the one dream I had, we were out somewhere mm -hmm. and she was like, we were like taking pictures and I like thought it was real. And then I remembered, I was like, wait, yeah, like what the hell's going on here? And right. I just like gave her the biggest hug. And I was like, I can't believe you're here. Like I was just yeah. ecstatic. I was like, I can't right. believe it. Yeah. Because it seems so real. Right. Yeah. And could you feel her when she hugged you? Yeah. Right. She was like, I'm always here. And she said, I'm always here. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I call them um, visit dreams. Just it's my term that I kind of made up because it's it's truly different, right? But then like a regular dream. You know how you have like a regular dream and things happen. Mm -hmm. But these type of dreams, it feels so real and um like in my opinion, um, I just feel it's as if you're truly with that person. Again, if you could expand your mind to believe it, but you're just in another realm with them. So I feel mm -hmm. that you truly are. And then, and then that's how you can actually uh, feel them and talk to them. And it seems, you know, um, so real. That's just one explanation. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's right or not, but you know, it could be an explanation. But do you feel like comfort when you know you're with her again? Yeah, for sure. But then like when I wake up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it just like sucks. But yeah, then it's a letdown because yeah, you're here and she's not here with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's truly amazing. That's really, um, really an amazing story. I'd like to get your perspective, Margaret, you know, how you kind of viewed what happened with your daughter in the accident and and her recovery and that? um well I, and i think that's like i think that's really the first time i heard her tell tell her know, the story, story. Yeah. yeah um i mean you never think that it's going to happen to right. your child no. No. Never in uh you know a million years do you do you mm -hmm. expect that mm -hmm. um a lot of what happened, I don't, I don't remember. Mm. Um, you know, I remember her texting me, she was coming home. Um, and she's very good about communicating and getting back to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it just had seemed like it was so long from when they said that they were leaving and they were coming home. Right. And, um, I was like, you know, like what the heck is going on? And I was trying to call her and I was not getting an answer. And um, I did like that, find my phone. And I saw that um, her phone was in Whittingham, which is like a, um, it's 
like a like wildlife preserve. Yeah, for like, oh, like, right. So I'm like, oh, you know, they're in the woods. You know, let me go like pull her out by her hair and see what's mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. And then when I started driving, I'm like, I couldn't get to her because all the roads were blocked off. Oh wow! And, like, driving around and driving around mm -hmm. and um, calling her phone, and finally. Um, the phone calls back and then I you know said hello and then it hung up and then it calls back again and then it was like a state trooper oh wow yeah he's like are you Maria Fury's mom and I said yeah and I'm like okay great you know I'm gonna have to go down to the barracks or whatever to pick them up see what yeah what happened and he was like your daughter's in a serious car accident. She was teleported to, or heliported to um, Morristown Hospital. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's all I could tell you. Wow. That was it. Oh my God. What went through your mind? I don't even remember. I was actually on the phone with my cousin at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and we were trying to like, okay, what do I do next? Like, who do I call? What yeah. do I, um, my siblings at the time, I don't think were answering their phones. I think maybe DJ did. I don't really remember telling, I did tell him, but I don't really remember communicating with him. I think I talked to my sister-in-law, Pat. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I remember, I don't remember if I texted or, uh, called her dad. Um, and then I just told Anna that I said, you, I said, I have to drive. I said, you have to just stay with me on the phone till I get there. So yeah. I'm like, let me call the hospital. She's like, right. maybe call the hospital. Mm. So I'm like, all right. So I call the hospital and they're like, um, I said, you know, my daughter was admitted. Is she okay? And they're like, she's stable. Get here safe, mom. And that was it. Wow. I have like no idea what is going on yeah now it's like this accident happens i think at before a little bit before five o'clock and um about time i found out mm -hmm. was like after seven wow so oh, she, yeah, right so and then getting to the hospital mm -hmm. i was the last one there so there was like people that knew oh that knew what happened you didn't know and I had no idea. Right. Um, and then I, I think I remember getting in, going into the emergency room, you know, and like the first thing you think about is that like, oh my God, like she was alone during this whole yeah. time, you know? Um, and then later to come to find out there was three people Mm -hmm. Um, there was a, a girl who was driving and she was not supposed to be, that's not where she was supposed to be going. Mm -hmm. And there was a couple that were on their motorcycle and that's not the way that they usually go, ended up going that way and stopping. And she was with them the whole, the whole time. So the girl on the motorcycle stayed with the couple on the motorcycle and then the other girl, there's a other girl. The girl and her fiance were first in the car, right. and the couple on the motorcycle, they were 
not supposed to be going that way and they just right. happened to go a different way um mm. and they were with her the whole time and you were with her yeah do you feel like you know i don't know they were just kind of sent maybe on purpose oh, like yeah like divine intervention had them go there so at least maria wasn't alone yeah i mean the the one girl that was there was holding her head oh. and i'm just to think that like um you know there's this girl she's a young girl mm. she's like covered in your daughter's yeah blood that's blood. you know what I mean? right. and just sitting there yeah i mean they're really amazing that wow what yeah. amazing yeah good samaritans that cared and you know stopped and stayed with right. her and and helped her when she really right did it. Yeah. right yeah um, so it was definitely mind-blowing and um just not knowing what to expect and luckily i think um you know god put in our path because then at that time you're just you have to give it up every day you just give it up because yeah you're trusting that these doctors thank god every single one that was there you're just getting what you're getting you're in the emergency room you're getting right. things on call on call yeah right and um the gentleman the trauma doctor that was on call it's like who's in the army who's the military he was oh he was in the military yeah. like in like the field when like people would get like blown up he'd put them back together wow yeah. so you had somebody who really had a lot of great experience yeah. working like, with you. what the amazing thing was is like now all this is happening and they're trying to save her life yeah and she had um to be stitched like on her head she had laceration across her head mm -hmm. and he's like he's figuring out all while this is going on how mm -hmm. to make the incision so her hair he doesn't have to shave her head because he's like 16 years old and a girl like do you know what i mean it was it's truly amazing like he's so caring about yeah. while he's trying to save right He's like don't worry about it you're not going to see the incision there's no bald spot you know it was like truly yeah and you're just really i mean my daughter's life was in god's hands and their hands in their hands yeah so would you say that it was a miracle absolutely that she survived absolutely. i have not a doubt i mean she her body um took down two trees, her body. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, the yeah. fact that they, I, and from what I was told when the EMTs came and they were actually like cutting her shirt, mm -hmm. the fact that she could feel them because she was mad that was like her favorite shirt, yeah. that they were cutting her shirt. And she, they were cutting my jeans and I was like, hey, don't touch these jeans. These are my favorite jeans. Don't touch my jeans. The, the fact that she could feel that, they were like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe she can't feels believe she could feel it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was definitely yeah. um, a miracle. And as I said, yeah. like um, I said, you know, a lot of times we hear about that happening. Right. 
my mind, it was always like, oh yeah, miracles happen to people that are, you know, like rich or all the time or like, are perfect people. I said, but absolutely not anybody. Right. Yeah. God, God gives us miracles. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I feel. I feel if you didn't believe. Yeah. This definitely had to. Right. So what's your view now, you know, on spirituality and, um, I don't know, Marie, did it change your perspective on spirituality or God or any of that? Because not even going to lie, like, you know, my mom is like, she like her, like not even saying she devotes her life to God, but that's like, that's like me. Like she just like loves him and always showed him like all this love. And I was just like, for the first like three years of high school, I was just so spiteful. And I was like, like, I would literally just like be so pissed off. And like, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, like, I just like had like, I just felt like I had nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like between like shit with my parents and like, just like, like for me mentally, I just like felt like I always had nothing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have like a lot of, I didn't have like, I never had a good group of friends. Okay. Like, a group until like like my junior year, and mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I was with them all the time. Right. And I was just like, I just like always was spiteful, and I was just like, I try to be a good person, and I just get nothing but shit. Mm-hmm. So then for like this, all this to happen to me, and like for me be, to even be able to walk was just like, yeah, like opened my eyes, and I was like, I need to be grateful yeah so you have a different perspective now yeah with your um do you believe more in god now for sure for sure Mm -hmm. yeah yeah although your mother always did right now you experience it firsthand right Mm -hmm. yeah so wow definitely a life-changing you know uh, unbelievable event I mean, it's not, it wasn't just for her as well. Oh, I mean, of course right. it was for her. Right. I mean, um, what her friends went through, I mean, to see them, oh, it was heart-wrenching. Take this situation, and it was horrible, and it was horrific. But yeah. there, there was good. Good you came know? out of it too, though, right? With a lot of a lot good that came And it's very easy mm-hmm. to, like, you know, um, sway the other way. It's always easier. Right. The negative. The negative. You know, you know how it is to, to know that tomorrow might not be. So you could live your life that way. Like, you'd be thankful and grateful for every little, every little thing. Water and for hugging your friends and for... Right. Oh, like walking and I said people their whole life they're miserable because they don't even appreciate that little bit so so maybe one of the lessons was to truly appreciate everything because tomorrow is not guaranteed right mm. and that's you know and I guess that's like the double-edged sword you know um where we say anything is possible on any given day for any of us, whether it be a miracle. Miracle or the other. Right, yeah. 
So you felt that the community, especially the high school community, really bonded together. Yeah. Because of it. Yeah, yeah like there was people like, like I had, I had like a close group of friends like that we all hang out every day. Hmm. And like when I got home and I was like, just like, just able to like talk about things with them. They were just like, like there's like, cause they, they really had my back when I was away. Like when I was in rehab in the hospital, like trying to get my, like myself to like back to normal. Mm. Like people would say things like they said I was bald. They said I wasn't going to make it. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, no, I heard she's going to die. And they're like, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot of rumors fly around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take you to recuperate? Like, oh, I mean, they were talking, it was going to be like six months, years. Yeah. Year. She was unbelievable. Like she was, they thought she was going to be in rehab for at least three months. She was out in 10 days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how long were you in the hospital before you came home? So altogether, it was probably, a, it was a little over, over a month. month. Only a month. Yeah. Now, when she came home, I worked. So when she came home, right, she was fully functioning at home by herself. So she was fully functioning. Yeah. Like you know, she would have to. I would have to help her. You know, to bathe and stuff like right. that. She was able to cook for herself. Um, walk. You know, like yeah, the door, whatever right. she had to do because she had to be able to live safely in the home while I was right, while you were at work. Right. So did the yeah, did the doctors feel, wow, this is a miracle too, at uh, her recuperation. Yeah. It was so quick. The one, one of my favorite nurses at Morristown, mm -hmm. I just like, like always distinctly remember her because the first time this was my rehab was them trying to like get me to sit up for the first time and stand. Mm. And I was just like, hell no, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm too scared. No. And then she's like, no, you're getting up. She's yeah. like, you're not, she's like, you're not going to fall or anything, but you're going to get up. And she got me up and she's like, listen, when you could walk, she's like, I want you to walk back in here. Mm -hmm. So then one day, who did I see? Was it my legs? Doctor? Yeah, one of the doctors. And so after yeah. I was like, I want to stop by. Because I, I didn't even remember her name. I just remember her slicked back ponytail, red hair, glasses. That's all I remember. I don't even remember her name. Mm -hmm. and then me and my mom walk in and she's like asking for her and all of a sudden like she comes walking she's like room 19 and I was like hell yeah ah she was like I don't know but she was just like one of my like favorite and I will never like forget like it like it just made even like seem like nothing like oh she told me like get my ass up but like yep. I was just like, I need it. It just like kind of put me in check. Like, I can't be lazy if I'm going to do this. I have to like see it all the way through. Yep. Yeah. She really kind of pushed you along. Yeah. But you did it. You did yeah. it. You did. Yeah. So, and here you are to tell us your story. Truly amazing. So do you feel, um, you know, well, obviously you have a strong faith. But do you feel you have some intuition yourself that you um, use? I think, or? I think I'm starting um, okay, right. to be more confident in that. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, I, I used to get angry because um, I used to feel like, oh, my mom's not with me, she doesn't design or she doesn't, um, and then probably about three and a half years ago or so, I started uh, working with my cousin with meditation, and meditation. I think that brings you closer, like, you know, definitely right. helps. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with the passing of Aunt Pat, right. uh, when you had given her eulogy, you had distinctly said, like, she'll communicate with you through song. Right. Just to test it out, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, do I have to lose if I'm driving home from work? And I would, uh, you know, like ask questions like, okay, if this comes on, if this song comes on, it's a yes. If this is, it's a right. no. If I do this, it's, you know, and then not that it would happen instantaneously, like, but, right. you know, um, and then when my dad had passed away, um, I was like, we were shopping, me and my sister, and she had to get something for Gemma to wear. Mm -hmm. so we were in the Kohl's parking lot, and I looked up, and I could see, like, a heart in uh, the crowd. Yeah. So from, from then forward, mm -hmm. that's my, like, if I'm walking outside or if I'm driving, I kind of look, I'm like, okay, I need to know that spirit's watching me or, mm -hmm. you know, with me, but could please give me the heart. And then right. uh, I could, if I see hearts in the, yeah, times they're more than others, but yeah. Yeah. So they'll, you know, look for the signs. You feel they send you signs. Right. Right. Yeah. Maria, do you feel Lexi sends you some signs? Um, the signs I connect her with is like butterflies. Oh, butterflies. Okay. Yeah. Every time I'm in the car, I'll always see at least one, mm -hmm. like at least like every time I go in the car, I'll, I'll see at least one. Doesn't matter where, if it's like real, like, you know what I mean? Like I'll see like a butterfly sticker on a car or like something. Like uh, something. Yeah. Like every time in the car, there hasn't been a time since I came home where I haven't you, saw. You haven't seen a butterfly. Wow. We were, we were just at the beach. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, the first day we got there, we sat on the beach and there was like the butterfly like landed came. right on her chair mm -hmm. and then the next day we went to dinner mm -hmm, it was flying right. yeah it was like stuck in the tent there was like another butterfly flying around yeah because yeah. you don't normally see butterflies on the beach right no no not on the beach wow so then, a lot of signs from lexi right she sent yeah. you butterflies She's and then like um, right after she passed away mm -hmm. um there was like a my cousin was in her driveway and there was a flower shaped like a white heart and that was her favorite color oh yeah it was like in her driveway she took a picture and she's in her driveway yeah and then even in so by my mom's room there's like a box of flowers and there's like yellow yeah ones and there's just one white flower in it oh wow mm-hmm Wow, she definitely put signs out there, so it's like, yeah, I'm around. Time, um, some when they were in gym class, there was like this 9 11 time that they used to, oh, you know, like what time is it? And like almost every day mm -hmm. at 9 11, like she'll look at her phone, like or in the morning, oh, yeah. every day, every yeah. day. Wow, yeah, they they definitely, right? They definitely send us, uh. 
different signs. But that's amazing. She sends it to you all the time now. Yeah. 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 You have a real ability to connect. So you have good intuition. Um, yeah, you really want to expand that. Mm -hmm. You should really try, you know, and, and work on it. Well, I'm going to put you a little bit to the test. Is that okay? I have two questions um, from people that uh, sent in. So I'll ask you a question and just see what kind of pops into your mind and use that good intuition that you truly do have. All right. So the first question is from Bob. And Bob wants to know, is this a good time for me to get into real estate? So, Margaret, anything pop into your mind first? I mean, <laughs> I say yes, because the fact that everybody from the city is moving. Oh, yeah, I guess, right. Yeah. I don't know if that's intuitive or not, but yeah. you cannot keep a house on the market. If it's you're true, right? You're, you're growing like unbelievable, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you would say to Bob, yes. Yes. All right, so Maria, do you agree? Or what's your first feeling, you know, when you heard sure. that? I mean, sure. real estate got to be persuasive. Yeah. Okay, so you know, but now you have to be good at it because if you have a house that's on the market, <laughs> it's going to be sold quickly. Okay, so you're going to say thumbs up to Bob, right? Go yeah, for it. Thumbs up, to Bob. thumbs up to Bob and go for it. All right. Okay, so the second question comes from Tina, and Tina wants to know, will I be successful in my career? Marie, you want to go first? <laughs> uh, What's your vibe? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. You think she will? Yes. Okay, so whatever she's going for, you think she'll be successful? Yes, do you think she'll be successful? What do you think, Margaret? Yeah, I do, but I mean, like, you know, I think if you put in what you get out, and I think success is, okay. you know, what is, what are you defining successful at? Like, you know, it's, sometimes we think being successful has to do with monetary right. things, um, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes, yes, some people measure it that way, some people don't some people get gratification and not maybe right. That's right. Their not necessarily money but some people right. are right. gratified or find their career very rewarding it's right. very exactly. fulfilling right exactly. yeah so all right either way you feel she'll be successful she'll be successful yeah in whichever way or maybe she might have both who knows you know? right hopefully uh, with both oh good for tina so it's a thumbs up for tina yeah. right <laughs> Thumbs up to Tina. Wow, that's great. Now, see, that wasn't too difficult, right? You started getting some information and you had the answers. Right. Yeah. So I feel that it just, you know, comes naturally to both of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my feel on it. Yeah. So, well, I want to thank you so very much for sharing your amazing story. Um, I, I feel people can learn so many lessons, you know, um, from your stories and, and thank you. Truly, truly appreciate it. And I'm sure it wasn't so easy to just, um, you know, talk about it, but I'm glad that you did because a lot of people I feel can benefit, you know, from what you had to say to us uh, tonight. So thank you very much.
And I want to thank the viewers for uh, watching tonight. And I do want to remind everybody if they have some questions, um, please go to my website and go to the contact page and submit questions. So um, hopefully you can get chosen and um, other people that will interview uh, can answer your questions for you. So thank you again. And um, thank you. You're welcome. So uh, take care and God bless.